Advent blessings upon you, friends. Thank you for joining me on this fourth Sunday of Advent. I'm Father Ron, and here's our gospel. It's from the first chapter of Luke. In those days, Mary entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings, the child leapt in her womb, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. She exclaimed in a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is she who believed what was spoken to her by the Lord. We've, we've heard this story many, many times, but I'm, this time a word leapt out at me that I want to share with you. But first, it, can, you, can you imagine if the birth of Christ happened today instead of 2,000 years ago? If you read on your Facebook feed or scrolling social media, or for those of you still watching TV on the news, that a teenage girl in a small town says that she's carrying God's baby. <laughs> and that the man that she's living with, not her husband, is not the father. But rather, she's saying that a spirit impregnated her. God's Spirit. Can you imagine reading this? I mean, the backlash. <laughs> First, probably people would say, fake news, fake news, and dismiss it. And then, oh, social media, Twitter and Facebook and all these would be filled with just hateful and caustic comments. You know, she's a whore. She sleeps around, go back to Mexico, and on and on and on. And while none of those would be my comments, I might be thinking somewhat of the same thing. I mean, she's carrying God's baby? But Mary, if you're listening now, don't take it personal. Because the fact is, we find it hard to believe anything anymore. You know, we see an amazing picture, I did just recently, an amazing picture of a cat wrapped around a little bird in the snow, and it was keeping it warm. And what's the first thing I thought of? Fake, Photoshop, that's not real, that can't happen. We read bad press about a political figure that we like, and we instinctively label it as fake news without even knowing what's being said. We don't want it to be true, so it's not true. We read from global scientists that the world and the World Health Organization that we're poisoning our planet, and what do we do? We dismiss it as fake or overblown because some cable news personality told us that's the case. Whatever we don't want to hear, for whatever reason, or is challenging to our lives in ways that, I don't know, make us uncomfortable, we cancel it. 
and presto, it's gone. <laughs> and we can return to living blindly. But 2,000 years ago, unlike us today, they didn't have terms like fake news or cancel culture to throw around. But I have no doubt Blessed Mary had to weather a lot of that same sentiment from people around her who thought she was crazy or delusional or, or possessed. God in the heavens spoke to you and then you got pregnant? Can you imagine if they had Twitter back then? <laughs> oh my, oh my. But that's this word in today's gospel that just was so clear to me for the first time reading it. Believe. That's what Elizabeth says to Mary. Blessed are you who heard the word of God and believed it. Not Blessed are you, Mary, because God chose you. Wow. Not that. Or, blessed are you, Mary, to have the privilege of this great... Not that either. But rather, blessed are you because, unlike most everybody else, you believed the word of the Lord when it came to you. Despite, despite what seemed absurd, Mary didn't question it. Or if she did question it in her mind, she acted from her heart. I mean, you don't think Mary herself might have been a little incredulous and confused upon hearing this? But what she doesn't say to God upon hearing it is, well, let me think about it, <laughs> you know? She doesn't say, or, well, let me talk it over with some people, or, or let me pray about it a while. No. In the midst of all of the questions and the fear and the anxiety and the wonderment, she says, yes, and believes, despite it all not making sense to her. Wow, such faith, such fierce belief. Oh, and you know, folks, it's one of the hardest things about our faith that it rests on this very word, belief. To someone who doesn't believe, there's no way you can explain or prove even the presence of God there's no way to prove that, much less the power of, uh, you know, forgiveness and grace or the miracle of Eucharist or the healing oils of the sacrament of the sick. I mean, everything we are as disciples and everything we hold dear and know to be true in faith rests on that one precarious holy word, belief. I remember some years ago, a friend of mine who was a religious nun, she found out that she had terminal cancer 
and less than a month to live. Oh my gosh, all of us, her friends, we were devastated upon hearing it. But she, on the other hand, didn't seem to be phased at all. And I remember asking her at one point if she was maybe denying the truth or, you know, psychologically blocking the bad news out because it's so terrifying. And she just smiled, and I'll never forget what she said to me. I have just 30 days before I'm going to be with Jesus and all those I've ever loved. That was many years ago, and it still haunts me to this day. I asked myself the question, do I have that kind of belief? You know, I mean, would I have that same surety as she did? I mean, even now, when I feel scared and alone, do I really believe that God is with me and will take care of me as he said he would? You know, or do I question it? When I go to Mass and receive Eucharist, do I really believe that it is Jesus himself, his real presence, that I'm taking into myself? When I look around and see the blessings of goodness in my life, do I truly believe that they're all gifts from the hand of God? Simply because? When Jesus says he's going to prepare a place for me, is that a promise I truly believe without question? My sister friend, she did. And I wish, my friends, I could tell you that my answer to all of those questions and thoughts is a definite yes, I absolutely believe this. But I struggle. I'm not there yet. How about you? My prayer today, friends, is that I can respond more generously to what I say I believe, as Mary did, to, to quiet the voices of doubt and fear, and instead hold fast to what I know in the deepest part of my heart to be true. To say with Mary, despite questions, despite fear, despite the unknown, I do believe, Lord. It's what this season of Advent is all about, letting the seeds of faith within us grow and become strong. Things like, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> excuse me, going to Eucharist, spiritual reading, praying the rosary, spiritual direction, taking long walks with Jesus. Bible studies, the God Minute, and on and on. All these things helping us, strengthening us to secure the gift of belief that we have and have been blessed with. And you know, the more we give ourselves to it and make time for it in our lives, 
the more someone somewhere might just say about you, Blessed are you who heard the word of God and believed it. What greater compliment can be given? Amen? Amen, friends. Hey, listen, we're going to send you an email later today about our fourth week of Advent and the spiritual task that we're doing to get ready for Christmas. So I hope you check that out as well. Friends, thank you for joining me today. God bless you one week until the celebration of Christmas. Don't let it get away. God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. See you tomorrow.